Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. The only podcast where us geeks drink, talk about our geekly weekly pop culture topic. That rhymed. Geeky weekly pop culture topic. Yeah. Hmm. All right. It's like like a timey wimey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Matt. I'm Adam. (laughs) And welcome to our podcast. Um, So last week, and before we get into meat of anything, we discussed how we're going to be doing a compare and contrast session. So last week we discussed Dante's Peak. This week we'll discuss another similar movie that came out in the same year. Yes. All right. So before we jump off into that, folks, you know what time it is. It's time to get out your phones Get out your PCs and laptops and find, follow, iPads. like, subscribe, iPads and your Kindles and your and your tablets and your surfaces and whatever you have. Yeah. And follow us at Geek Drink Pod on all social media platforms. So that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I said Twitter twice now. Uh, Discord, <laughs> TikTok, um, and at onlyemergencymanagement.com. Only emergency management fans. Yeah. <laughs> Only we got a nice plan B. <laughs> yeah, I got a nice plan B. We have C through D for you as well. <laughs> and with with your one month subscription, you get a free Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, when you follow us on social media, leave us a like. Tell us what you think of the week's episode or other week's episodes. And tell us what you want us to talk about, because we'd love to do a deep dive into what you like. Yes. All right. With all that out of the way, Adam, it is time to talk about our drink of the week. Time to grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. And this week we're talking about Electric Sunshine. From Avery Brewing. Avery, over here in Colorado in Boulder. It is a 5% beer. It's a fruited tart ale with papaya, pineapple, kiwi, and huckleberry. Huckleberry. I don't even know where you grow a huckleberry. I don't know. I'll be your huckleberry. Please no. give you a dollar if you can tell me what that movie, what oh, that's from. Then I, I, I can't tell you. Tombstone. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I'm your huckleberry. That's a movie we need to cover. Not Tombstone. It just made me think of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Why would we cover that? <laughs> because it's not always a great movie. <laughs> it was terrible. Tombstone but it had great. James Bond in it. The OG James Bond. I think that was the last film he ever did. Yeah, well, I don't wonder why. Mm-hmm. All um, right, folks. Well, here's to some electric sunshine. Yes. Not as sour as I was expecting. I definitely taste a papaya. Yeah, I get the tart. A little bit. Yeah. So this is coming out um, the day before the first day of summer. So this is a good beer to celebrate. There we go. Summer. All right, folks. Now that we've had our first drink out of the way, we're going to talk about our topic of the week. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? And this week, just as we promised, we're going to bring up another natural disaster volcano movie. Volcano. Very original name. <laughs> <laughs> because it's hotter than hell. Yeah, that's the, the like pull quote for the or the tagline on, on the poster. T- on the poster. Man, they don't do that anymore for the posters. Ah, <clears throat> uh, not really. I think it they would rather put like pull quotes if they can, like yeah. critics or Or the big name stars, the top yeah. four or five. Like you don't need that for Oppenheimer. <laughs> no. <laughs> it blowed up good. <laughs> It's so nuclear. It's atomic. <laughs> the movie is so hot, it'll make you full of radiation. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, so he is radiation. True. Everything it's a is a form of radiation. Everything is a form of radiation. Light, heat, 
gamma, x-ray, microwave, microwave, radio. Yeah. Everything. Yes. So now we're going to talk about the 1997 volcano. Yes. So this came out in April. April 25th, 1997. So, so. two months after Dante's Peak. Correct. Um, $122 million it brought in on a $90 million budget. I can tell you right off the bat, we know where they skimped on the CGI. Yes. Compared to Dante's Peak. Yes. I mean, I think they definitely tried to do um, more CG and like less practical. Oh, yeah. And, and this, so this came out... Excuse me. This came out... Um, like I said, a couple months after Dante's Peak with a similar premise but different premise because Dante's Peak is about a volcano erupting in a, near a small town in the mountains. And this is about the La Brea Tar Pits becoming a volcano yeah. in the middle of downtown L.A. Yeah. So. Places Adam has been. In L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Not to the La Brea Tar Pits. Everyone said it. Like, well, yeah, it smells bad. Yeah, it's it's sulfur, but, it's tar pits. Yeah, so but I've been along along some of these streets and roads and mall <laughs> mall. Yeah, <laughs> and so this is you know Dante's Peak was partially based off of Mount St Helens. This is partially based off of the formation of the um, there's a volcano that formed near Mexico City in a farmer's yes. field. I uh, where let me pull it up. Uh, Peritutin. Oh, come on. I, just because I am Spanish doesn't mean I speak Spanish. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about Volcano. Um, very good cast. Yeah, good cast. Like, very bad writing. Yeah, and a decent director. Yeah. Um, she's done a ton of, or he's done, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself with another film that I watched. Um, but no, he's done a pretty good amount. Like Oh, he did The Bodyguard. Yeah, The Bodyguard. That's one of my favorites. L.A. Story. L.A. Story. If you haven't seen that, that's like one of my favorite Steve Martin movies. <laughs> but yeah, good director. Decent cast. Yeah, we've got Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Anne Hesch. Yep. Don, very young Don Cheadle. Yeah, this was probably... A fairly early role for him. Someone we've talked about before. Keith David. Yes. <laughs> we all love Keith David. That's... Although he shows up like at the halfway point. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he should have been there from... Like, the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. Um, you've got John Carroll Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so pretty good size cast. Pretty good name cast. Yeah. Um, so Tommy Lee Jones plays the director of uh, Office of Emergency Management. Yeah, in LA, uh, so... Pretty Mike much, Burke. yeah. Power goes out or due any to a, emergency situation yeah, that resp- he, requires multiple agencies to respond. Yeah, and the reason he's not in the office at the start of the movie is he's supposed to be, be on, on vacation. vacation. And he's where to the was too. where was Pierce Brosnan supposed to be at the beginning of Dante's Peak? On, on vacation. vacation. <laughs> you seeing a pattern here, folks? Yes, you think. <laughs> So, Tommy Lee Jones is playing a single father to his daughter, who's played by Gabby Hoffman, who's, her name's Kelly, mm-hmm. um, and he's also kind of new to the L.A. OEM role. He's been an OEM director in other agencies. Yeah, Mississippi, I think he was, yeah. saying he was from. So. Louisville or something like that, yeah. yeah. Either way. It's um, Louisville. Louisville. No, that's Kentucky. Louisville, that's Kentucky. Yeah. St. Louis. Yes. Missouri. Missouri. I, I, I just this watched this talk- thing the other day. and We're talking about geolo- geology, not geography. Yes. So, um, Don Cheadle is his, his assistant director. Who's um, eyeing his job. Eyeing his job, which Don Cheadle would not be a bad replacement with his... Oh, no, he did fantastic yeah. <laughs> during this movie. Especially because, in fact, he is always in the office and Tommy Lee Jones is always in the field, which... Mm-hmm. You would never have an OEM director, no matter how the situation is unfolding in the field. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I say this as someone who works in a major CADEX airport, and mm-hmm. our EM people are never in the field. They yeah. have their own command center. Yeah. On the 10th floor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, so we'll just kind of do a brief run through. This movie starts off with a small earthquake, and he's like, I've got to go into work. And everyone's like, the earthquake's fine. No damage. This happens to us on a weekly basis here yeah. in L.A. Yeah, I've been through a few earthquakes in L.A. They're a little concerning at first, but people Towards are the very... end, you use that motion to your benefit? It's just more... Thi- it's not like... Yeah. The way they show It's not things, San Andreas type yeah, earthquake every time. It's not like, oh my god, it's just sort of like your picture starts rattling against the wall. It's yeah. It doesn't really... It's not how they really depict things in these big disaster movies. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it, the movie opens with a very less exciting open from Dante's Peak. It yes. just sort of sets the scene of yeah. little, little, life in L.A. A little rumble in the... Uh... Yeah. And and so we've got some utility workers who are burned um, yeah. in a sewer. And... Same beat, almost same point <laughs> yeah. in the movie as... Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. And so they bring out their seismologist. She's not a volcanologist vulcan- or a geologist. Yeah. She just studies earthquakes, which is a different departure because Dante's Peak centered around a volcanologist and he was the star. Yeah. Well, and Hesh is... A lead in this movie, it's not about her as yeah, much. It's more about Tommy Lee Jones trying to contain a situation. Yep. Um, yeah. So, But that she all thinks, takes place in MacArthur Park, so... Yeah, yeah. near the La Brea Tar Pits. Yeah. And she believes a volcano is forming under the city. And everyone's like, a volcano in downtown L.A. Girl, you crazy. Yeah. But then, like, they were like, oh, wait. MacArthur Park, that lake has gone up like six degrees, and yeah, and it's like, oh, kind of like when he's checking the pH level yeah. in Dante's Peak. There's even a part where the La Brea tar pits start bubbling, and there's a scene in Dante's Peak when the lake starts bubbling. Yep. Like I said, folks, you're gonna be seeing a huge pattern here. <laughs> so. But, uh, Tommy Lee Jones goes down to where there were like five workers. Yeah, who were injured or died in that. Four died, one was like critically burned. Yeah. Um, goes down into that tunnel where they pulled the bodies out of. Yeah, and everyone in the OEM team was like, well, we just put a new subway line nearby. So probably a train came by and rattled something loose and yeah, injured them. Steam vent or yeah. something no one again it's a bunch of naysayers they're not wanting to rock the boat they don't want to yeah. freak out but so all of a sudden Anna Hesh and her partner and her not partner but her her colleague yes go back down to investigate where you have bad CG part one where the earth opens up and swallows her whole yeah well and this, I guess, if we go with a departure from Dante's Peak, like, pretty much the only science stuff that Anne Hayes' character does is, like, she puts down, like, seismographs, and, like, when they go down in there, they're, kind of, they're like, oh my gosh, there's sulfur. On, let's get a sample. But... Oh, that, and when... Later on, when the lava is using the sewer system as a, as a lava tube, yeah, and she counts how long it takes to get through cement sections, yeah, that's about the extent of science in this movie. Yeah, so definitely focuses more on the action, the action, the lava action. I mean, we're not gonna break down this movie beat for beat, folks, but let's just say here's how little science happens in this movie. They try to make a dam of lava with concrete J barriers. K barriers. K right? barriers. K barriers, yeah. Yeah. And then put it out with fire truck water. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> um, but I got a and question. And it shipped for... over fire truck. <laughs> I got a question for you, Matt. Yes. Do you know the difference between magma and lava? Yeah. Lava is on the surface, magma is under the surface. Good job. Didn't seem like Tommy Lee Jones understood either concept. And Hash told him. Yeah, well, you almost think that an officer of OEM would understand, like, what that is. (laughs) I can make the argument that you don't because you kind of focus... 
an OEM job is more of managing the situation and managing the departments under you during a critical situation. Yeah. You're not really a scientist. Yeah, but you could uh, still understand what, like, when... Yeah, And Hazel's like, yeah, there could be, like, this fissure, and magma will come up through it. He's like, you mean lava? Or no, he's like, magma, and then the co-worker was like, lava. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, he's like, lava, here in L.A. Which, by the way, there are active volcanoes around California. Oh, yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah. a fire. It's the entire Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, all the way down the the Mexican coast. Yeah, so yeah. it's not very far fetched of an idea. But no, a little bit more far fetched than um, something like Dante's Peak happening. Yeah, because <laughs> that that was like, oh, it's a dormant volcano and it's gonna go. Yeah, this is a brand new volcano that is gonna go, gonna go, go, go. Um. But yeah, again, no one's taking it seriously. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is the one saying like, oh, we should stop this subway line that's kind of right next to this. And no one's listening. Um, yeah. Poor scientist lady and, and her Hayes, colleague. They go down yeah. to get the like samples. And yeah. the earth opens up and swallows... Like I Poor said, scientist bad lady. CGI <laughs> section one. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> um, um, you know, and as the movie progresses, it turns out the Lebray targets become a volcano and start shooting out lava bombs. And of course, he's driving into work with his daughter, mm-hmm. um, who gets hit by a little bit of a lava bomb, mm-hmm. who gets on her pants and burns her. So, we'll and, get into this. Yeah. Like, one of the things I will say... Um, it feels like they added like a animal roaring sound effect to the lava, to the lava bombs, to kind of almost make it feel like a an entity of some sort. Um, and I, I wasn't a big fan of that, but there's also a train that gets stuck and that causes kind of a ticking clock. For yeah, because they've got to save the people down there who are going to die otherwise. Yeah. You've got the lava who they successfully banned but now it's using the, the city sewer system to go next to Cedar sinai which is obviously a real place and a, a oh, yeah, very famous hospital yeah. in LA. They, they kept sending that's where Tommy Lee Jones was sending like all the injured people including his daughter yeah including his daughter so I will say so for that first eruption from the La Brea Tar Pits was kind of a nice set piece I'll give the movie that yeah it was ruined by CG yeah but a nice set piece, nonetheless. Um, you have everyone freaking out. All this stuff. Tony Legion, like, <laughs> a fire truck gets hit by a lava bomb. It flips over. People are dying. The doctor's trying to help people. Um, his stupid daughter. This, <laughs> this is another thing. Kids are stupid in these movies. Um, she... The lava's slowly, slowly approaching the car she's in. She gets out and looks at it. It starts to engulf the car. And she's standing there with her teddy bear going like, Daddy, help And she me. has to be like 16 at Yeah, point. something like that. I she She's old enough to have like an, a sense of danger but um there was a firefighter trapped in the overturned um fire truck that uh tommy lee jones was trying to get into to rescue this firefighter but because his daughter was so stupid and wouldn't get out of the way (laughs) he's like oh no it's coming right at me very slowly (laughs) um he runs over to save her yes leaving the poor firefighter trapped in there and one of his buddies jumps in right as the lava engulfs and melts and burns two firefighters alive so yes stupid girl got two firefighters killed because she is stupid um but then it cuts to um the like one of the neighborhoods um and uh 
It's a predominantly like African American neighborhood. And since all these fire trucks are up on Wilshire Boulevard, like trying to fight um, this volcano, which they were being very futile. They just kept putting out like (laughs) the fires in the buildings that are being engulfed in lava. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) huh. But um, there's like a scene where like the lava is coming into one of the people's houses and there's a dog trapped in there. Of course. Kind of like Dante's Peak. And of course, the dog can't die. The dog makes the heroic escape. And it's like the feel-good moment of the year. One of the things I did have a... I guess I don't think this is a hot take, but it could be. There were so many situations where Tommy Lee Jones, his daughter, or Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Heche were cornered. And they had to make, like, a heroic jump. Or oh, yeah. A heroic, hold on to this. And it's like... Yeah, the fire truck scene where they're on the fire, on the ladder truck. Yeah. And that was realistic in the fart... And the, not the fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this movie was. Yes. A fart. It's realistic in the part that that extreme heat would bend metal. Yes. It would also burn the shit out of your legs as you dangling yeah. from that fire truck. Like, that... That was another... I, I'll get it. That, that'll be my hot take. I'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Adam's but, uh, hot take on Volcano. Volcano. But yeah, there were just so many unrealistic situations where they're just using them as action set pieces to have Tommy Lee Jones and someone cornered because Tommy Lee Jones is the hero. <laughs> And he's the one who has to figure out how to either jump and get to a thing or figure out how to get out of For this being situation. an OEM director, he is quite the action hero. Yeah, I'm, like I am shocked. And I know it's all just for they're trying to keep the tension high. But whereas like Dante's Peak slowly ratcheted up the tension, this it's like, okay, we're we're here. And the only thing they can do is do this situation where, oh my god, lava's coming all around us. What are we going to do? We're going to demolish a 22-story condominium. (laughs) Yeah. So pretty much, I guess so. It gets to a point where... uh, Oh, also talking about something similar. Earlier in the movie, you meet this doctor character who oh, comes yeah. back and she's who works at cedar sinai no she doesn't work at cedar oh you're right sinai. She, she works at a different hospital nearby. yeah but yeah she wants to work or her husband who is an architect who built this giant building mm-hmm. wants her to work at cedar sinai so this is like early early in the film like after the first uh like small earthquake yeah because he's taking her to the tour of this building where they they're going to have the penthouse suite that he's exactly. going to own and so, um, they another example of foreshadowing the end, like in Dante's Peak, you see this giant building and they take you into it and you're like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to come in handy at some point. Uh, yeah, anyway, so pretty much uh, they put out the La Brea flow. Uh, the one that was coming down Wilshire from... Uh, from the Brea Tar Pits, yeah. yeah. And I'll get into my hot take about that later. But um, they stop that, but then they find out that the magma... Like, the lava's traveling down pretty much the... The, the sewer system. The sewer yeah. system, like a lava tube. And it's heading straight to... Cedar Sinai. Um, Cedar Sinai, because I guess that's where the sewer ends, and it's a low, it's a high point. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, like come up and then flow downhill. Yeah, and then it would flow down toward like the, the, the hospital, hospital, and, and then the, the mall, the mall, the houses. That yeah, are, and so they have to devise a plan to stop this <laughs> to, from no, happening. They're going to divert it to the ocean. But before we get into that plan. Here's where you get 
Your heroic sacrifice scene. That was a good sacrifice scene. It was pretty good. I mean, this so, guy was... He this was is played by... This is John Carroll Lynch's character. He's yeah. the head of the MTA. Yeah. And he wasn't a bad guy. He just no. was like, I'm not going to shut down the subway. At rush hour. Yeah. So pretty much, like we said earlier, there was a subway car that got stuck um, and trapped. And yeah. And they can't get out. Um, it's getting hotter. Lava's coming towards them. That it's sort of getting thing. hot in here. Sorry, I had to go there. But um, so pretty much, he decides to take a rescue team down the tracks to see if they could rescue people. This is where things start getting hot, a little warmer. This is uh, pretty much everyone's passed out from heat exhaustion in the subway car. Yeah, and they they see the lava is coming up on the train. Yeah, so they're trying to rescue everyone off the train. And so the head of the MTA goes to look for the driver, finds the driver. He's still alive. Um, like firemen carrying him out as lava has completely engulfed the underside of the train. And starting the front where they need to get out. Mm-hmm. He... Has him in the fireman's carry? No, like a. No, he has him. Like, yeah, on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. fireman's carry type thing. Jumps and he knows he's not going to make the jump. Yeah, so he lands in the lava himself and hucks him with superhuman strength. Yeah, well, you know, it's hot and the guy's heavy. It's yeah. hot and heavy in here. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that was that a silly kind of scene where he he's like struggling to get out, and then all of a sudden. Oh yeah, has this, his his oh. shoes are melting to the bottom of the subway car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, he lands in the lava, throws the body, and then he get he get eaten by the lava. <laughs> he get lava. melted. Um, so that was the heroic sacrifice, just like Dante's just like Ruth. <laughs> but I will say he wasn't dumb and stubborn. No, in the way I Ruth mean, was. he was a little bit of a naysayer, but not. Like actively stupid, like he was just doing his thing. His job, his job wasn't is to get commuters to and from where they need to go during rush hour, and 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 like the whole thing. This whole eruption happens with very little warning. Like you don't have the whole week timeline where you have the one character. No, this is happening overnight. Yeah, it's pretty much happening over the course of like a day. And so no one was ready. No one was expecting it. Um, it was just kind of, it just happens. Yeah. And so, you know, like we said, it, it, the lava is heading in this direction. And the only way for them to divert it towards the Pacific is to create another choke point and to force it into a canal. Yes. Into the L.A. River. The L.A. River, like those canals. And, and so the best and only option they have to save the hospital and save most of L.A., is to blow up this new building yeah. onto its side and make it like a little culvert, yeah, kind of thing. little yeah. like dam to, because they also like blew up the street so yeah, to, it could to channel it, it yeah, better, channel it better. Um, and of course, his daughter, dumb kids, moment number two, is dumb trying to save kids. A, kids is trying to save this other kid that she was helping out at the hospital in the triage center, and they're in the mall when they're about to blow up the building on top of it. Yeah, and. Yeah, this, so she's like, she, the daughter's like looking after this other, like these other two kids. Yeah. And one of the kids just wanders off and he's like four. Four, yeah. And he just wanders like no care in the world. And so she goes looking for him, misses the evacuation, misses all this stuff. And then as they're blowing up this building, um, Tommy Lee Jones with supervision sees his daughter and this kid right in the path of where this building is going to be knocked over and uh, runs with super speed to try and save them. And stops a, stops them from dying from a collapsing building. Yes. Um, and, and of course, it saves L.A. The plan works. Yeah. And it... Adds more landmass to LA, and the La Brea tar pits continue to erupt. And yeah, and then we I forget the did they call it like oh what Mount, they Mount, like Mount Wilshire's Mount Wilshire? Yeah, it was 
<laughs> yep, Mount Wilshire. Yeah. So the movie ends with oh Tommy Lee Jones and these and his kids like and they're, they're going on vacation. They're fine. No, they well they were supposed to go to the mall so she could get her nose pierced, oh, yeah. but he wanted to go to Disneyland. So, but they're still going on vacation with his ends. Yeah, and they pick up Anne Hesh on the road. Yeah, that was. Uh, there was sort of like a hint at a sort of attraction between. Yeah, Anne but Hesh their chemistry and... on screen did not work towards that. Oh no, and they don't really do much with it, which I'm good with because a yeah. love story on top of the volcano. I mean, your passion can only be so hot. Well, you have to be Pierce Brosnan to be so hot. That's true. I was reading a review of the movie before we started, and I love... This is Rotten Tomatoes. The critical consensus says, Volcanoes, prodigious pyrotechnics, and Tommy Lee Jones' crotchety sneers at lava aren't quite enough to save this routine disaster film. Nope. (laughs) And it was nominated for... In for the Raspberry Awards. For the Razzies? Yeah, it was nominated for Worst Reckless Disregard for Human Life and Public Property. Yes. And it lost. Oh, what to one? Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> Con Air. But still was a better movie. Con Air was a far better movie. Oh, yeah. I love Con Air. <laughs> but, no, it just was, like, terrible ending because it was, like, New Volcano, Mount Wilshire. Status. Status. Active. Yeah. And you're like, oh god! It was like, I'm ready for the sequel, Volcano Two. It's back. <laughs> I just kind of find it funny. Like, yeah, they tried to vilify a natural event, much like uh, the movie Twister. You always felt like it's. I never felt the tornado was a bad guy in Twister. Like I always I'd... felt it was. No, I mean, of course, he gave it sound effects like a T-Rex. But it was, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a bad guy. It was just the end. I wouldn't call it antagonist either. It's just a central theme of the movie. I just was kind of like, it's a natural thing. It happens. Maybe, maybe the bad guy in that movie is like the bad guy in Dante's Peak. The grandma. Mm. This one needed a... Bad grandma. <laughs> Bad guy grandma. Maybe I'm sure there's somewhere in the background, maybe there's an untold story yeah. of a grandma who refused to evacuate. Screw you, Volcano. I've lived in this house since 19 up until 12. <laughs> 19 tickety two. I got my pictures. And I'm all sentimental. Yeah. If I haven't left because of an earthquake, no lava or magma's going to force me out. God, I, I'm not... I don't get political on these things, guys. But I want to see volcanoes set in Alabama mm. and see how many people evacuate. Oh, or Washington D.C. <laughs> that would be funny. That, have you seen that? It's called Olympus Fuss Fallen. Yeah, yeah. That was a good movie, actually. They, the whole series was. Yeah. I didn't see the other ones, but I saw Angel in London. Yeah, I just saw. Olympus. Olympus, yeah. And I like that. It's. I think that's Antoine Fuqua that did that. Maybe, I don't know. I no, it is, up. yeah. Yep. I was, I remember I was looking up something because I, I finally watched uh, The Equalizer. Ooh. And I was like, what else has Antoine Fuqua done recently? Because I love Training Day. I like yeah. Tears of the Sun. And I'm like, oh, what did he did the Equalizer movies? And I'm like, what else is he done? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Olympus has fallen. <laughs> So, we've alluded a lot to comparing and contrasting this to Dante's Peak, because it came out around the same time. Yeah, two months. Two months Overall premise. (laughs) Same beats. Same bat story. Same bat channel. Yeah, so I I pulled up on IGN.com, and I'll link it in the comments of this episode. Um, Their comparison and contrast of Dante's Peak and and Volcano. And they just go, Volcano is an incredibly stupid movie. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's one of the titles of this. <laughs> it is a very incredibly stupid film. Yeah. Um, so, it, I'll, I'll read this next quote from IGN. It says, Volcan- is this, it talks about how watching these films back to back, as we did, you discover Dante's Peaks better, with more believable characters, better situ- situations and sequences, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. It's more entertaining. Volcano, on the other hand, is as dumb as a great big mountain of dumb. 
<laughs> Great word use right there. <laughs> Thank you, IGN. It's as dumb as a mountain of dumb. Mm. I mean, and we'll talk... I guess we'll go into this now, compare contrasting. I brought it up last week. Dante's Peak is a very good example of adding believable science into a disaster film. Yeah. Um, Actual, like... This is probably what would really happen. I take that in point to, and I'll bring it up later, and we need to cover it at some point. Have you seen the movie Greenland with Gerald Butler? I have not. I, I recommend seeing it because the science is semi-believable. It doesn't, it's not much of a science movie. Mm-hmm. But the way the U.S. government tells people the asteroid's coming and it's going to kill us all is exactly how the government would do it. Because it starts off without giving anything away if you haven't seen it, or if you it's not critical. At first, like, oh, there's an asteroid, and it's going to pass pretty close. Just go out and look at it. Okay, it's it's going to break into some smaller fragments, and one or two might hit, but it's not going to cause any significant damage. Yeah. Then it starts hitting things. You're like, okay, so it's going to hit part of Western Europe, um, but the biggest piece is going to fall in the ocean, and we'll be fine. And then the last notification is. It's going to hit in 24 hours. Everyone's going to die. Good luck! Bye. And, and I was just like, that's exactly how the government would do it. Like, don't panic. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, maybe some people might die. And then, like, as it's about to hit, like, yeah, it's going to kill you all. Good luck. <laughs> good night. And good luck. So, um, you know, Volcano is just this... It's an action movie and the volcano is a subplot. <laughs> It's let's a, just be honest. Let's just say Volcano is a disaster. <laughs> Movie. And I say it with quotation marks. <laughs> How many quotation marks can you put up there right now? <laughs> I don't have For any fingers. Movie. Yeah. It's it's just this It takes itself too seriously as part of it. Mm-hmm. And in some of these movies, to make it better in these I wouldn't call this a B-movie, but definitely came out... It's now a B-movie, I think. Mm. When it came out, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It definitely... For it to be a better movie, it shouldn't have taken itself so seriously. Yes. I mean, it... Like, we look at it as very silly right now, but yeah, it definitely... In 1997, was. it was the competitor Dante's Peak. Yeah. Didn't do as well, obviously, and for obvious reasons. But it's just like... Like I said, phenomenal cast... Horrible writing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, like... this is right after, I think, or right before Men in Black came out. Something like that. Um, his, he's a star already. Don Cheadle was just becoming a star. Yeah. And Hesh was a pretty big name at the time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Don Cheadle. Like, I mean, Don Cheadle's great in everything. everything. But Tommy Lee Jones just was playing his normal... Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. I love him as an actor, but he's always Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Although, did you ever see the film The Three Burials of Mikhail's Strano? No. It's really good. Okay. It's one that he directed. Okay. Um, it's a pretty... It's a bit of a rough watch, but it's him. He directed and starred in it. And Barry Pepper. And Amy Smart. Okay. But, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. It's a good watch. So, Adam, give me your hot takes on this episode. Okay. And this one's going to be steamy. <laughs> What are they going to say this week? So. And you can't say volcano. It's a hot take. It's already hot enough. First off, lava is very, very, very hot. Yeah. So. It's molten earth. Yes. So, during their kind of stopping of the first eruption that came from the tar pits their big thing was they built this like barrier with cave rails and um then the firefighters were spraying water onto it to try and form like a crust on it but then a bunch of helicopters come and they're dropping water from the helicopters onto it my hot take is that isn't accurate 
No. The water would evaporate before it would even touch the or the lava. Yes. 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 The and the helicopter's flying. We talked about this last in the last movie. The helicopter crashed because it got too much ash intake into its manifolds. Yeah. The same thing would happen in this situation. Yeah. It was it was just ridiculous. And I was just like, this isn't like the firefighters would have had better opportunity to and spray they, directly. And they couldn't get that close. Yeah. And then or just get a bucket of water. But yeah. it's like dumping it from such a height. By the time it gets close enough, close enough, it's, that water's going to evaporate and not do anything. So, it that was my hot take. I thought, again, not a scientific, anything, realistic anything. Film. So, I guess so. I will say my hot take of this movie, Adam, is just how unbelievable. It is to have Tommy Lee Jones as the action hero being the OEM director. Yeah. Like I said, he would have got to the office and ran it from there. He would never have been in harm's way. He had never been on the front line. Yeah. Um, an effective um, emergency management structure, an ICS structure. The EM director is the guy in charge of everything. And mm-hmm. he has every report through him, through his subordinates, and they issue directions from there. Yeah. He would have been in that comm center like Don Cheadle with his little headset on, just... On the phone, on the phone, on logistics, and that's his job. Mm-hmm. So part of that, especially in the career field I'm in, just was like, oh, this is disastrous. Uh, <laughs> How um, many disaster jokes can we make? Yeah. We'll do a little, like, counter. <laughs> like, every time we say disaster, it's like, ding! And I will say this. For a set piece, like you said, Libre Tar Pits was pretty good. Yeah. Um, they did build 80% accurate size of Wilshire Boulevard in that section yeah. for the set. Um, but the use of CGI... And this was... This was 97. We gotta remember, Jurassic Park came out in 93 and looked a billion times better. Star Trek First Contact came out the year before yeah. and looked much better. Yeah. Um, Dante's Peak just came out two months earlier and looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the $30 million in budget they didn't use, we know where it didn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say, I think, we, you talked about it last week, where we need to stop remaking good movies and remake bad movies. Okay. I put this one up for consideration. Hmm. And so, with that said, Adam, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. We're going to do a round of fantasy casting. Okay. Fantasy casting. Who will play what character in the Geek's Ultimate Recast? If you had to remake Volcano... Today, who would be your Tommy Lee Jones? Ooh. That's a tough one. I almost would like it to be like a Don Cheadle character, but like if we're gonna if it's gonna follow the same beats where it's kinda like this is action hero guy, I would I probably would say no. I would say I'll throw mine out there to help you. Go for it. Robert Downey Jr. That could be good. Yeah. It'd be kind of... Because he'd be kind of a little bit more charismatic and all that. And you could see him having like a daughter. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like I'm trying to think of... Age appropriate. Yeah, age appropriate. And that's that's what's hard. Well, I mean, you could always say it's not his daughter. It could be his niece or familiar relative. Um, Stepdaughter. Yeah. Adam Driver. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe it's Don Cheadle's character. <laughs> um, no, maybe... Uh, actually, Idris Elba. There you go. That might be a good one. That'd be fun. I could, yeah. do, I could get behind that. Yeah. Maybe Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I think they were saying, like, if I read correctly on the trivia, like, they wanted Michael Douglas... But he turned it down. <laughs> so, and I think they wanted Kurt Russell as well, and he turned it down. <laughs> that would be pretty good, actually. Probably, maybe a hair better. I don't know. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, we've we've beaten this volcano to death, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I don't think we have any more magma left in us to talk about oh, this one. Oh, it's all we're all <laughs> we're all uh, so going dormant now. Consensus on volcano. 
It sucked. It, it blew. <laughs> it blew. It, it was terrible. It was it was between Dante's Peak. It was and a premature eruption. A premature eruption. You know, it came late. Yeah. Well, apparently, I also read on trivia. It's like I guess they had started filming Dante's Peak first, then rush this one through no 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 it actually became the other way around that's why dante's peak cost so much more to make because they saw that this other studio i forget who made it but they were had this similar one and so they were like we want to beat them this is 20th century yeah so they they were like oh we want to beat them so they kind of rushed like accelerated production on dante's peak um, and that's why it had like a hundred and fourteen million dollar budget as opposed to this one that had like what forty million or something. A ninety. Ninety. Yeah, Dante's Peak was made by um Universal. Yeah. So I mean, one of the cases, like we always ask like which one kinda which idea came first, but in this one apparently at yeah, Dante's Peak was in production first and then 20th century was like we're gonna make a volcano move in there like oh we're going to come out first <laughs> i like how adam speaking as studio head sounds like kermit versus ernie <laughs> <laughs> oh hi there i'm i'm universal studios but, uh, but i'm like it's just sort of like yeah they kind of did this tit for tat thing and uh we're gonna see a theme of that coming up next time next time all right, folks, but before we wrap it up now, it's time to talk about our Geek Wreck of the Week. All right. It's time for the Geek Wreck of the Week. What are the geeks going to recommend? Adam, take it away. Yeah, so um, I don't think we've recommended uh, a lot of TV shows no. recently. Um, I wanted to recommend, this is kind of an oldie but a goodie. Um, it's uh, called The IT Crowd. Um, it's, uh, a British comedy about people working in IT. Okay. And it is hilarious. I think you can find it on Netflix still, but it is well worth it. They did like four seasons or so, Mm -hmm. but you see a lot of familiar faces. Um, Matt Berry from what we do in the shadows fame. It makes like is in a few seasons and. You'll you'll notice a lot of other people, um, but yeah, definitely worth a watch. It's a little screwball, like crazy at times, but it's uh, it definitely every time I'm kind of feeling a little like meh, I can put that on and okay. it cheers me up. So check out the IT crowd. All right. Um. So my geek wreck this week. I'm the big trailer buff who likes to talk about what's coming up and coming out soon. Witcher three trailer just dropped. Yes, I did watch it. This that looks is really good. The final season of The Witcher. For you. It's not the for final <laughs> season of The Witcher. Because Netflix is already said they're going to do a fifth one. Oh, God. Don't knock it till you see it. It might be pretty no, good. I, I I will knock it. Because apparently that Liam Hemsworth guy is a douche nozzle. Did you well, not hear that Miley Cyrus song? Yeah, well, I, and she's not a douche nozzle? I think she's a little but bit more she's honest a, she's, about herself. She's, a, she's not a douche novel. She's a douche receptacle. Oh, that's a bad joke. I know. I'm sorry, everybody. I just... Cut. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I just... I'm like, I don't see Liam Hemsworth as Geralt. I don't think he is a good casting choice. Maybe um, he isn't going to be Geralt. Maybe he's going to be a different Witcher. You know, that would probably be the better... I mean, pick. that could be it. Yeah, we don't know. It's not. They, yeah. They've confirmed that he is Geralt. He's All replacing right. Henry Cavill. Well, either Geralt. way, I mean, I but, will I will watch season four just to give it an honest try. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. And if I do, I just won't tell Adam because he'll berate me and call yeah. me names. Get out my, my Witcher sword and like, cast Ard. You say that, but you know, I, I almost see a scenario where season four comes out and you hate it so much that you cast off your sword. Yeah. I, 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 I well... To those folks that don't know, I actually, uh, I have a background in stage combat and uh, sword fighting and martial arts, uh, and so I really love my swords. Um, I, I'm very fascinated by the His history of His girlfriend is not. She is not. She made me take 
them down. I had them as decoration, but she did not like that. So anyway, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll get into that another time. But yeah. all right, folks. Well, that wraps up this episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, comment, tweet, twoop everywhere. Um, we're found at Geek Drink Pod. So that's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Discord. Um, and where were we at? Oh yeah, we're at only oemdirectors.com. Yes. Fans. You have an Sorry. emergency in the bedroom? <laughs> Is it hot and heavy? <laughs> Do you feel like you're going to erupt at any moment? Do you like it when the lights go out? <laughs> we we had a, we have a couple Does, better ones this time. <laughs> Is your tar pit smelly? <laughs> oh no! No. <laughs> Be sure to sell those online. <laughs> anyway, that does it for us. Before we get canceled, we go anymore on that deep dive of of that route. Um, thanks again for listening, folks. Make sure you tell a friend and let us know what you think of Volcano. We'd love to see if you love this movie or not. Yeah. Does it earn your golden raspberry? Or do you guys have a an uh, idea of like idea what do you what do you like? Uh, do yeah. you like Dante's Peak better? Do you like Volcano better? Is there a third one that came out in July of '97 that we don't know about? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But you never know. Hmm. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Y'all have a great Geek Week. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. been another episode of the have a drink with some geeks podcast all content copyright geek drink pod 2023